world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. live good morning everybody welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the red pill project morning coffee with andrea and vince a little show where we talk about the news and events every day monday through friday uh 8 30 a.m pacific 11 30 a.m eastern time on all red pill project channels except right now uh not facebook but here we are nonetheless welcome everybody hope you've discovered us and uh are having a great morning you have your hot beverage and you're ready to just look at the news what's going on this is a really important week and uh it's going to be a big one so tune in and also tonight like every night monday through thursday joshua reed with the daily dose where he uncovers the unfolding global conspiracy and covers the news and events of the day as well and continues on this is such a slow unfoldment of history this is a historical moment we're watching it story by story day by day um when friday comes along though we like to do things a little bit different we look at the funny aspects of things where we have friday funnies on morning coffee so tune into that show if, if you just want something lighthearted and fun and have a good laugh that's always a good time of course as always i'm joined by my partner in truth and my partner in funnies and shit talking and all the things that make us happy andrea kreft andrea how are you good morning um just real quick can you <laughs> check the stream on rumble and see if it is working i'm getting notified that it's not but i don't know i tried bringing it up and it said that uh oh pages are working so I don't know. 
don't know if you can check it on your end. <sighs> yeah, it appears something's wrong. Boop, bum, 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 bum. Sorry, everybody. And yeah, great. Thank you for letting me know. It, it, it looks good on my end, but if I actually try to load it, it gives me an error, which is not yeah. good. I don't think... Maybe it's Rumble's like, just not working. Uh, I Rumble. think that it maybe is a Rumble problem. Yeah, I can't even get to Rumble, period. Okay. Rumble All right. has intermittent issues. It appears we are down on Rumble, which, uh-oh, that's not good. Hopefully they come up soon. Um, Rumble's not working for any show. Thanks, yay. Well, we're on everywhere else. I mean, I don't have to announce it because obviously you found us. Thank you all for joining. Um, <laughs> if you're not here, then you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just to state the obvious. <laughs> it's Monday. Holy crap. November 7th, 2022. Andrea, is it okay that I call you my partner and shit talking? It just it just yes. popped out. Okay, cool. <laughs> I do a lot of it, so it's not a lie. Okay, so, cool. I mean, well, sometimes I say I've been, stuff. I always tell people, I'm like, you can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> it was an old that. saying my dad used to have. I, you know, I've had people butcher my name, which is funny since I don't have a difficult name. I know. <laughs> But people will butcher it. I've had people call me Angela before. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. And they're like, oh my. Or Amanda. Amanda. I'm like, I don't care. They're like, it's an A name. It just works. Oh. I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I, speaking of names, people getting names wrong. I got breakfast yesterday morning and I just like went to this place and ordered a to-go uh, breakfast. Mm -hmm. So I walk up to the counter and I order. And it's kind of like this kind of place. You could sit down and they'll they'll, they'll have service or you could go to the counter and order and wait and they'll bring you a to-go order because I guess a lot of places are probably like that. But that's how it is. So I walk to the counter and the nice woman's there and she says, hey, what can I get for you? I said, you know, I place my order and she goes, all right, here's a number for your table. And I go, oh, it's a to-go order. And she goes, what's the name for the order? And I say, Vince. And I see her write on her uh, res uh, on her ticket, Ditz, D-I-T-Z. Ditz. <laughs> You're like, well. And I'm like, it's Vince. Really. It's Vince, V-I-N-C-E. And she's like, got it. Okay, got it, hon. And then she's like, you need to tell me. You need to tell me to deco order before we get to this point. And I was just like, okay, fuck. What a bitch. I Sorry. know. And I thought that you ordered at the table if you're staying and you ordered there if you're getting it to go well, why why would it matter i mean yeah if she um, you didn't tell her before or after so she called me ditz i was like what the fuck really <laughs> wow but that was quick thinking on her part <laughs> i was like wow that's pretty good <laughs> that's hilarious oh yeah i don't think i've ever ran into anything quite like that before <laughs> so that was interesting i was laughing also i was a little bit offended and triggered <laughs> oh lord have mercy right in this day and age everybody is uh triggered anymore <laughs> I know. except for me i just let things roll off my back i don't really care anymore i just like want to live my life control. that's all i want yeah is that so much to ask really is is not well so, are you ready or should we get into it i think oh. people are starting to kind of filter in from not being on Rumble. So. Yeah, I'm ready. 
Yeah. Thank you, FMJ. Happy Red Wave Eve. Yes. All right, let's jump in. Election into it. day tomorrow. Yeah, election day. Hooey. Make sure y'all vote. Um, as always, we start with finance because, well, we want to get it out of the way. And we don't have a lot today. Um, I do know that, like, energy futures are going up and Bitcoin went up a little bit, approaching 21,000. Um, silver's gone up a little bit, gold's up a little bit, but nothing really too major there. We'll cover more tonight, I'm sure. And as the week goes on, we do have one story, though. If I could pull up my notes. Yeah, I think we're going to see oil skyrocket after the election is over, but that's going to happen oh. later in the week. Well, yes, especially considering all of the habitings in the Middle East which might mm -hmm. be unfolding here soon with um, Iran and whatnot, Saudi mm. Arabia. It's just, it could be crazy. Um, on top of that, we have our diesel shortages where they're like, we have 35 days of diesel. Okay, well, we're not quite to the point of we're screwed, but it's definitely getting low, basically to the point we were at in 2008. And this is different circumstances, so it could get much worse. Just, we'll just have to see what happens. But anyway, yeah. this is kind of good news in a way. I don't think it really fixes anything immediately, but um, I was kind of happy to see this for a second. Over there on the woke website Reddit, which I say it's woke because I think it's very controlled and wokish. Um, yeah. Wall Street Silver said they are waking up, hashtag inflation, and there was an Ask Reddit thread posted on Reddit that said, inflation is up 8 to 9%, yet the price of consumer goods are up 50 to 100%. Why do you think that is? And this started trending on the first page of Twitter. It had 120 comments at the time that this was snipped. And just slightly after that, sorry. This post has been removed by the moderators of Reddit. Yeah. So, um... And a lot of... So the reason a lot of that is, and for people out there who don't understand, is the way that they calculate inflation. They don't include things like housing and um, food items and your staples and stuff. The things that people use all the time. When they look at inflation, they look at the rate that um, the things that people don't really use a whole lot goes up. Yeah. So it, it's the way they calculate it is really misleading and skewed because if they were to calculate it based on everyday consumables, you know, and rent and energy and things that people are actually spending their money on, we would find that inflation is much higher than what they're what they claim it as is eight or nine percent it's um the rate at which you know car prices are going up not everybody buys a new car every single day you know um it's things that people don't buy on an everyday basis you know that's um, what they use to calculate inflation yeah you're absolutely right and to see this going on on reddit of course it's censored right but i think it's a sign that people are waking up and it's good, but of course it's censored, so we still have huge problems here. 
in the world with censorship. And I think it's going to be a battle going forward. And man, I always come back to this free speech debate, honestly. And especially as it pertains to Twitter, because we have some stories coming up here, but I won't get there right now. Um, So, you guys, um, financially speaking, things are going to be in turmoil until there's some balance in the world and and things start getting back to normal with um, energy and trade and all this. So, you know, prepare, get emergency supplies just in case. You never know what will happen. Ice storms and all this kind of thing. The weather's being crazy. It hailed here yesterday, like I was telling you, Andrea. It was just wild. I was like, okay, it's hailing. Um, and so, yeah, just prepare. Make some wise decisions. Talk to everyone you know. And um, if you're interested in buying gold and silver or transferring an IRA or a 401k, you can get a free consultation with our friend Kirk Elliott and his team over at getgoldtoday.com. Yeah. Um, looks like we just had a crap ton of people follow us on DLive, so I'm not sure what that is all about. So somebody said bot farm could very well be. I don't know what's going on. Oh my. I know we've got mods out there in the chat, so just keep your eye on it. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't worry about it too much unless they start spamming the chat. Yeah, well, that's weird, huh? Yeah, it was kind of weird. So maybe we've got a shit ton of new followers or maybe we have a bunch of bots. I don't know. Well, uh, I know who's not a bot, and that's USMC Sergeant who donated us a diamond this morning. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, if you are if you guys aren't bots, thanks for the new follows. And let us know. You'd think they'd be saying something, so they probably are bots. Ugh, what the fuck? Yep. Should probably let Josh know about that. Why does this stuff happen to us? What the heck is going on? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot, and it does look like we got people on Facebook joining us. So, are, are you streaming it on Facebook? No. Oh. Okay. Negative. Well, huh. I don't know. Well. Maybe maybe it's from Friday or something. Saturday. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What the heck? D-Live is being weird. That's wild. Of course, right before the election. What the hell? (laughs) We got some weird stuff going on. The world is about to be a strange (laughs) place. Holy smokes. All right. What do you say we get into a little bit of news outside of finance? Yeah. For the most part. It all kind of intertwines, doesn't it? It does. It's all tied together on some level, which is why we go over it. So, yep, for sure. Looks like we're we're back up on outside of five. Okay. That was weird. Yes, very strange. All right. What do we got? So we got Fox News came out and National Guard is to activate cybersecurity teams in 14 states ahead of the midterm elections. So 38 National Guard cyber units provide support against issues like network assessment and risk mitigation. 
The National Guard will be activating cybersecurity teams in 14 states ahead of the midterm elections on Tuesday to counter any potential interferences Politico and State Scoop reported on Friday. The decision to have teams ready for support has become a familiar one over the past few elections after the reports of Russian interference operations during the 2016 presidential election. Cyber's that new domain. It's a man-made domain, said Air Force Major General Rich Neely, head of the Illinois National Guard. According to media outlet State Scoop, our goal is to make sure we have as secure elections as possible. We are at the really beginning stages of this. National Guard Cyber Forces provide support in eight states during primary elections earlier this year and are reportedly prepared to protect the integrity of the midterms if necessary. The 14 states with teams on duty Tuesday are North Carolina, Arizona, Iowa, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, New Mexico, New York, Washington, and West Virginia. National Mm. Guard officials will work and receive security updates from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, CISA, the key agency tasked with protecting election infrastructure against cyber threats, according to Politico. There are 38 total cyber units within the National Guard, consisting of over 2,200 personnel working to support state and local officials with cyber issues like network assessment and risk mitigation. Hmm. So, and then... Really interesting. Yeah, it goes on. So we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully, um, the people that are in the National Guard or the organizations, head of, not the organizations, the uh, head of the National Guard isn't, let's just hope it's not corrupted Uh, and that they're not planning on interfering in the election. Well, you know, I'm curious. You know, I don't think Florida was in that list. I don't think Texas or Arizona were in that list. So it makes me think this could be nefarious or bad. Yeah, I I know. That's kind of what that's kind of what my mind goes to as well you know right now the and i know that the national guard is state ran but they Mm -hmm. do have ties to the federal stuff um you know they were trying to hold the national guard up to the vax mandates and stuff like that so you know how much influence comes from the federal level for the national guard right yeah um and who's in the national guard most of them or if not all of them are vaccinated and everyone that i know in the national guard is and they're pretty asleep so yeah. it could be bad but <clears throat> sounds good on the surface who really knows i certainly don't um i just yeah, thought it was interesting yeah, it is interesting. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of election stuff that's that we have to cover today. And there's a lot of stuff that could um, affect the results of the election. Honestly, we need to go back to paper ballots and hand counting. That's really the only secure way we're going to have of doing it, you know, and being able to verify, you know, you show your ID, you show your voter registration. There shouldn't be any reason why that's, I received a voter registration card in the mail. Yeah, well, people lie. People lie. They do. It's not foolproof, no matter what. Unless we did, like, an electronic-based. I I think that the best way to do it is you verify voter ID and voter registration prior to receiving a ballot. Yeah, but then you could get somebody to just lie to just say, I checked it. Well, and that's where election integrity comes in. You make yeah. sure you train people properly and stuff. And you have a checks and balances system in place for oh, yeah. that. You know? mm-hmm. 
but uh, that's not what we currently have. So we have to make do with what we've got, I suppose. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't love the idea of like um, a a uh, blockchain based. Although I think it in the theory in theory it would work as being secure and good. Uh, yeah, it it's has, just the electronic stuff. Just like, what if there's a power outage? All this kind of thing. I'm like, ah, sure. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what else? Two days before high stakes midterm elections, Joe Biden confirms he is for no more oil drilling. Hmm. Of course, dude. He said a lot of stupid stuff over the weekend. He did. He's really uh, cementing himself in well. The, the White House, you know, people are going to be very busy trying to walk back all his stupid statements. <laughs> yeah, here he is. Uh, let me give you a little bit of sound here. How's that? Thank you. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No, I... That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. Thank you. So creepy. Yeah. Yep. And he also wants to shut all the coal plants in the United States. And I mean, he is just doing everything he can to destroy our country. He really is. Did you hear him say this? We're making the biggest investment ever to deal with the climate crisis. I know you all know there's no climate problem. I know you know that. That's why I spent a lot of time in Excuse Arizona to deal with the climate crisis. I know you all know there's no climate problem. He knows we know there's no climate problem. Absolutely. He's like, so I'm just going to launder your money anyway. <laughs> what? Sheesh. He's uh, speaking the truth there. A rare moment coming from the potato in chief that was uh, illegal. That's because he's not coherent enough to keep up with his lies. You know, the truth always comes out one way or the other. And when people are suffering from mental instability like he is, um, I don't know what mental issues he has. He's just I mean, mentally people, retarded people say it's some way or another. Dementia. Yeah, the truth is going to come out because that's what sticks in your brain the most because it is the truth. So he can't keep up with his own lies. Yep. Um, yeah, and he went to California announcing that he'd shut down coal plants all across America. Wow. And um, let's move onward from there. there. This is really odd to me. I think it's you know hard to put all the pieces together but this whole climate agenda is like so destructive to society mm -hmm. i can't believe it it's just wacko craziness and real quick on that topic did you have you noticed this no more oil group going around that seems to be well organized and everything they're the ones that are doing all the attacks on museums oh is that who's doing it no i haven't yeah and I've, i didn't know that I've been starting to scratch the surface on what the heck's going on there, and um, it's really interesting. Aren't they, like, doing things like throwing paints? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah, they're so, shooting paint all over buildings. They're throwing soup at 
famous paintings and gluing their hands to stuff that's them. Yeah. Well, it, it, the funny part is, is at least some of the products that they're using are petroleum-based. Petroleum it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like... You can't make this stuff <laughs> up. I mean, you can't think stupid. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like... You're like, you realize you're using a petroleum-based product to glue yourself to this mat, right? <laughs> the, the thing that you're protesting you're using. Yeah, or the paint even, right? I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's petroleum products and paint. I don't... Could be. Really, I, I'm not sure. I'm not... A, engineers so. it's not natural yeah. stuff that's for sure it's really you don't want that in the environment yeah <laughs> i'm just it's it's ridiculous man but it seems to be an effort in, uh to shed light on the climate scam well and not to mention the fact that how did these paintings ever contribute to climate change i think the point is they're just they're just being destructive yeah the point is you know, these paintings are worthless if we don't stop killing the planet. Yeah. Like, but you're not going to be able, no one's going to be able to enjoy them anyway because we're all going to die because... But let's destroy them now? Yeah, it's really dumb. Right. It's it's a publicity stunt in order to get it more is. eyes on the issue and for people to get on board. And to, I think, perpetrate this kind of uh, civilization that uh, encourages that type of behavior without consequences yeah so i think it's just part of the psychological warfare it's interesting it's probably funded by the same people who fund all the other radical leftist stuff oh i'm sure yeah anyway let's move on here what else do we got um more biden blunders yeah that was pretty fun that's pretty funny <laughs> Let's see. What does uh, the vegetable have vegetable have to say? From the I've already been told if they win back the House and Senate, they're going to impeach me. I don't know what the hell they're impeach me for. No, I, I, no, I'm not joking. And then, and then, then, and then, re no, no. And then recently they said we should stop talking about that until we win. It's kind of low, but what he said was, if they get the House and the Senate, then they will impeach me. If the Republicans take the House and rep of Representatives and the Senate, they are going to impeach me. That is not a joke. For what? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> None? Right. None. He has no idea. He doesn't know why. He doesn't know what he's done wrong. He's just been doing what he's told to do. <laughs> right. I mean, how can he be impeached for that? I'm just oh, doing what I'm told. I'm just reading the cards. You know that's going to be his defense, right? When this, hmm. you know, if, you know, an impeachment ever comes through or anything. Well, I was doing what I was told. No, I was reading the cards work. like they said. That doesn't work. Yeah. You sat where they told me to sat. I read what they told me to read. Well, then you just admitted to that you did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. What oh. an idiot. Hopefully, hopefully what he said is true and this we see that happen. Who knows what the heck's going to happen? Tell you what. Right? Oh, and then we got Musk says that U.S. voters should back Republicans in midterms. However, this is a little bit misleading. It is? Um. Yeah. I mean, it says, so Elon Musk, the new the billionaire, 
The billionaire new owner of Twitter on Monday called for U.S. voters to back Republican candidates on the eve of the ninth edge midterm elections. Shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, I, re I recommend voting for a Republican Congress, given that the presidency is Democratic, Musk tweeted to his 114 million followers. Yeah. Hardcore yeah. Democrats or Republicans never vote for the other side. So independent voters are the only ones who actually decide who's in charge. So I, I want to bring up a couple of different things with that that I have a problem with. I do agree that shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. I don't disagree with that. But he's saying that we should vote for a Republican Congress, given that the presidency is a Democrat. Mm -hmm. I disagree highly with that. Why? We should be voting for the best candidates, not voting party based lines. on what party holds what power. I mean, regardless of whether we have a Republican president or a Republican and a Democratic, con because if, this, if let's say there was a Republican in the presidency, right? Yeah. He would be calling for a Democrat Congress. Yes. Yeah, I think he, that's his point. I mean, that's it, exactly. But here's the problem. It doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican. We need to be voting for the best candidates, regardless of party. Sure. And so I don't like that. And he says hardcore Democrats or Republicans never vote for the other side. I disagree with that, too, because I think we've seen enough this in the last two years to know that there are a heck of a lot of Republicans out there who voted for the other side. Let me see. Liz Cheney's for one. You know, um, how many times did Mitch McConnell vote for or with the Democrats? How many times yeah, did they're rhinos? Though. Um, right. But that the my point is, is he's saying hardcore Democrats and Republicans never vote for the other side. Those are blanket statements that I find falsely untrue because they have no way of proof. He has no way of proving that. First yeah, off. I think I think I see your point and you're right. But I think, in general, it's probably a mostly accurate statement. I wouldn't say that at all. Really? I mean, that's my opinion. Just I think, I, of, I think that this just creates more labels and more division. Yeah, and it, you know, it's two wings of the same bird. We could always get to that point, right? But um, yeah. I think, in general, just the way that the parties are at the moment, at this time, at this time right now, and they change over time, right? So. Uh, it's dynamic, but um, I think the general idea um, of what involving what Democrats generally believe in and what Republicans generally believe in, I think that it gets the job done without having to get into the semantics and details and um, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right. But so he's, he's basically saying that independent voters are the ones who actually decide. So why not vote for independence? Because most people are going to vote Democrat or Republican. Right. But if you're going to push an agenda, why not push for the middle guy to win? They, they really don't have much of a chance unless a bunch of Republicans and Democrats got on board, too. Really? Tell that to Bernie Sanders. He's an independent. <laughs> we have independence in our Congress. 
Yeah. They're one. They're races. So you can't you can't say that independents never win. Now, a lot of times in a lot of different states, they don't. But again, I, I don't think we can use blanket statements on this as part of what's gotten us into trouble is the fact that there's no middle ground. Everybody's got a label and everybody's either labeled a Democrat or a Republican. And I, I don't think that that's right. I don't think that it's fair. Hmm. Um, I'm going to vote for whoever is the best candidate, unfortunately. And that goes for president as well as Congress. If I think that the best candidate for the job is a Republican, I'm going to vote for all Republicans. Um, if I think that a Democrat would be better for whatever reason, then then I would vote Democrat. In theory, yeah. I get what you're saying. But um, I, I think that he shouldn't be anybody that has the kind of influence that he has shouldn't be pushing things one way or the other, quite honestly, because that to me is election interference. That's a good point. I mean, how is it any different than what other people are doing and calling election interference? Yeah. Um, but you know what? Yeah, you're right. It is sort of interfering and, but what did we see? I mean, I'm not trying to say, well, they did the same thing, so this is okay, but we did see it happen, right, um, two years ago, massively, by every single influential person ever telling yeah. everybody to vote Democrat. Yeah, so absolutely. It's like you know, where do you draw a line? Um, I just don't like the fact that he's telling everybody to vote Republican um, because the president's a Democrat. I think that people need to vote based on who the best candidate is, whether yeah. it's an independent or a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah, And, and we're Elon, all going to have different reasons. This reminds me of what he's doing with Twitter too. Mm -hmm. And that is getting rid of, he said this, right? He wants to limit or get rid of the extreme far left and the extreme far right. And then you have what's in the middle. It really kind of irked me too. I'm like, what the heck? But that's, his weird strategy and uh yeah it's just I don't weird love because it, you're not going to erase these people yeah it's like if they don't have a platform in which to find middle ground with somebody then they're going to all you're doing is creating more extremism hmm. on one side or the other because they're now being censored and you know my husband and I had this conversation this weekend. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, if you're running a business, uh -huh. you know, on some level, you have to have censorship, right? Or, yeah. And I don't necessarily disagree with him. Some kind of rules. But, um, I, I don't know. It's a very tricky ground, a tricky slope to kind of navigate, I guess. It really is. But you can't, the bottom line is, is you can't cancel people out because if you cancel large swaths of people out, they're going to go somewhere else or they're going to create something else. And all you're doing is, and they're going to go and they're going to have a chip on their shoulder and they're going to go with anger. And so whatever they create is going to be created out of anger and hostility. 
Yeah, I think it does have an effect, though, and we saw this over the weekend. Um, let me pull up the next story. Um, I guess let's just jump over to this story here that involves this because it's relevant. I'm going to move it up here. Um, verified accounts are changing their profile names to Elon Musk over the weekend. And they've been banned by Twitter. So what they're doing is changing their name to Elon Musk and posting things to make Elon Musk look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, here's Emily Crockett that did it. Chris Warcraft did it. Jeff Jock did it. Uh, Marie Young Oakley did it. All of these blue check mark Democrats mostly are doing this including uh who's that lady who did the like trump separate head thing oh um yeah her that the redheaded demon did it and she got banned uh ethan klein from h3h3 productions got banned and this is what i'm talking about like what i'm reminded of when you're talking and it's it's the free speech thing so and i saw somebody say that you know and pretending to be somebody else's speech isn't free speech. And like uh, Ethan Klein, for example, went on Twitter and said a bunch of stuff like posing as Elon Musk saying, you know, just landed uh, or Epstein committed a lot of crimes, but he's a good guy. Rest in peace. Uh, and then like basically saying absurd stuff that would make Elon Musk unfavorable to people. That's why these people right. are getting banned. And right, it was Kathy like, Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Yeah. That, that one um and it's you know it's fraud it's impersonation and this kind of thing but also they're hiding behind the veil of i'm a comedian i'm just being funny Uh, i'm joking but then there's the thing of free speech as well so i did i did see a thing where elon said um that kathy griffin did not get banned for impersonating him that it was some comedian that she was impersonating and then he came back and said, if she wants her account back, she can pay the $8. I think that's troll. He's just trolling. I don't know, though, how it's going to work. I don't know either. But that's what he said. So whether oh. he was, yeah, because I looked at his Twitter account this morning. And then, uh, so that was an interesting thing that happened over the weekend. And there's also a breaking story about Twitter where, Elon confirmed that people were paying thousands of dollars for their blue checks on Twitter in order to be verified up to $15,000, they said. And Elon basically said that's true. And so I think that's... And AOC is complaining about $8? Well, I think that's why they're complaining. It's because a lot of these people had to pay thousands in order to get it, and now anybody could get it soon. Yeah. Wow. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Let's talk yeah. a little, Let's talk about the election. This shit blows my mind. All, all of this blows yeah, my mind. All of it does, yeah. Putin-linked businessman admits the U.S. election interference. Oh, we skipped one. Uh, all right. So, Go ahead. Influential Russian businessman Yevgeny Prigozhin. Prigozhin who is linked to President Vladimir Putin and sanctioned by Washington and European countries, admitted on Monday to interfering in U.S. elections. 
Quote, gentlemen, we interfered. We are interfering and we will interfere. Progrosian, who has been accused of running a troll factory to influence the outcome of votes in several Western countries, said in a statement quoted by his team. Carefully, precisely, surgically, and the way we do it, the way we can, Progosian whipped. Progosian, 61, responded to a request to comment on a Bloomberg report saying Russia was interfering in the U.S. midterm elections. The announcement was published on the last day of campaigning on the eve of a midterm election that will shape the rest of U.S. President Joe Biden's term and can pave the way for a White House comeback by Donald Trump. In September, Prigozhin confirmed he had founded the Wagner Mercenary Group, whose members have been at the forefront of Moscow's offensive in Ukraine. The high-profile announcement was interpreted by many analysts as evidence Prigozhin was eyeing a possible political role in Russia. For years, the Wagner Group had been suspected of playing a role in releasing Moscow's overseas ambitions, while the Kremlin withstood the Kremlin denying any links. Its presence has been reported in conflict zones, including Syria, Libya, Mali, and the Central African Republic, where it has been accused of abuses and capturing state power. What do you think of that? This is interesting, because I think that if I had to guess, this is some kind of paid operative. Because if... Russia was really interested in interfering in our elections and they have in the past, if they have in the past, I have no proof one way or the other. Um, they wouldn't come right out right before the midterms and say that they would just do it because they've always denied it in the past. Now, whether they have or haven't is irrelevant because like I said, I don't have any proof one way or the other. I don't know whether they've interfered in our elections or not. Somebody obviously has. I don't know if it's the Russians. I don't or not. But they've denied interfering in our in our elections. So I highly doubt that they're going to come out the day before the midterms and be like, oh, yeah, we're interfering in your elections. I think that this set what this does is this sets up the narrative for the Russians interfered and that's why the Republicans won. And they're going to call voter fraud. Could be. That's a pretty solid thought. Yeah. We have... I don't know. That that seems like a good idea. I have no idea. It's interesting. an interesting story there. Uh, We have an election prediction here. (laughs) Red wave. I don't know. Let's see. So in this Twitter poll, we had uh, five thousand over five thousand votes, and the final results showed out of five thousand people who voted on this poll that was posted by the Post Millennial, seventy-seven point eight percent predict a red wave, one point seven percent predict a blue wave, nineteen point six percent predict a couple states flip red. 0.8% predict a couple states flip blue. That's a yep. pretty big sample. Yeah, it really is. You know, but I think that you also have to look at these polls are a little misleading in the fact that um, probably the majority of the people that follow some of these accounts probably lean one direction or the other. The post millennial. Oh. Yeah, I don't know whether it's considered right-wing, left-wing, or whatever. But I would bet you that probably the majority of, 
um, the people swing one way or the other. How that affects or could affect the outcomes, you know, it, it's not a completely randomized study is what I'm getting at. No, but I mean, what polls are? There, none of them are. Yeah. So that's, I don't look at polls, but it is interesting that, you know, most people are expecting a red wave. I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah, you make a good point. I don't know how much we could, how much credence we should, we could give to them. But I feel like I look at it as, as interesting to get kind of a, an idea of what people are thinking. The majority of people are thinking, but um, you're right. It could though, be, somebody... I mean, that could be a bunch of Democrats being afraid that it's going to be a red wave, right? Or oh. it could be a bunch of Republicans convinced that it's going to be a red wave. Hmm. You know, so interesting. It is. I think it'll be a red wave. Well, we'll see. So we could <laughs> we could see massive fraud, but let's see what else. Deep state operative argues to use same techniques used against radical Islam to take down conservative Americans. Wow, that's pretty terrifying and he's this guy is a cia operative he's been cia for a long time he's basically saying that they need to spy on um spy on american citizens no, who are republican <laughs> they they target specifically target republicans and throw them in jail and do all the things that they use to yeah the gulag so basically saying yeah yeah well they're way ahead of you bud yeah This was weird. CNN posted a, a news article that was titled Fact Check. Biden's midterms message includes false and misleading claims. Did yeah, you see I that? saw this the other day. Yeah, it was weird. What are they doing? Pretending not to be... Trying thinking? to gain some legitimacy back? I don't know. I, They're like, if we throw one in every hundred articles, <laughs> is it accurate? I bet they got so much traffic from that story, it's not even funny. And they're just trying to make a little bit of money. And Oh, I'm sure. I feel like we got to throw a boat of, you know, truth out there occasionally. Too little, too soon, CNN. You're garbage. Yep. And then, this was weird. I don't know if you saw this this morning. Even more Elon Musk stuff. And frankly, I'm kind of getting sick of it. But I guess this is our life now. How times have changed, Elon Musk said, and he posted a picture of a soldier with a, a cage of birds on his back, a bird cage on his back, and it says three unread messages and there's three pigeons in the cage. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, we used to use carrier pigeons, and this, I think it's showing wartime um, stuff. Like yeah. That's how, they would, that's how they would send messages in times of war. But... Isn't it kind of interesting that some consider us to be in a time of war now? And he posted this. Yeah, I think he, yeah. you know, I don't see too much. I don't read too much into this. And the reason that I say that is, is that if we're seeing the narrative for what it is, so is he. I mean, Elon, I think, sees what's going on and what's posted. And um, I think he knows what's going on in the world. He's not completely cut off from reality, right? Just because he's a billionaire. And so I think it's just him being a person. And then he said, back yeah. when birds were real. 
<laughs> Obviously, that's a troll. And then he said, but if Twitter is a bird, that me that's that means. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. It is interesting, but I don't think it's. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think that Elon Musk is an absolute. He's one of the biggest trolls out there. And so I think he's trolling a lot of people with a lot of this stuff. He's trolling kind of the left and thing. the right. I yeah, he really is. Uh, I find it interesting. Really I, interesting. I think it's funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Birds aren't <Yeah>. real. <laughs> so so we got, got World War Three escalations. <laughs> yeah. What do we got? U.S. green lights guided rockets for Finland to bolster Europe's northern flank. And uh, Finland is on, shares 800 miles of border with Russia. And so the U.S. has agreed to sell $535 million worth of um, rockets, guided rockets, to Finland to protect their border. So under the order, Finland requested 150 M30A1 GMLRS steel cases or M30A2 GMLRS missile pods with an insensitive munitions propulsion system or combination of both. Uh, the Northern European country also included 250 M31A1 GMLRS unitary steel cases, blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, and their State Department is still in the process of diverting 50% of the procurement from U.S. stocks. Final decision based on this process will determine the GMLRS version Finland receives. So um, they still haven't. Turkey and one other Finland? country. No, Turkey, Turkey and Hungary are holding up their NATO application so they still haven't been approved as a nato nation um it'll be interesting to see what comes of that but they are the fact that the united states is willing to sell finland munitions to put that they know are going right on the border of russia i think kind of speaks a lot to where things are headed oh yeah Give Kremlin a warning. U.S. nuclear apocalypse submarine enters the Mediterranean Sea. Zero Hedge reports. Multiple reports show the world's largest nuclear submarine, the USS Rhode Island, left the port of Gibraltar on Spain's south coast last week and was last seen entering the Mediterranean. British newspaper Daily Express said the nuclear submarine is reportedly heading towards the Black Sea. So... Yeah, you should see how many um, nukes this thing can hold. If you scroll a little further down, I think it tells you. Uh, yeah, right there. 24 Trident II intercontinental ballistic missiles capable of engaging targets of ranges up to... Oh. I think 18-something... 18,000 kilometers. Wow. The submarine may carry from 150 to 200 nuclear warheads. Wow. So these are, it's just more war games. I mean, they're, they're moving towards Russia. The basically there it's like flexing your muscles. Yeah. We got some weird 
weird stuff come out of Ukraine. Yeah, we got some really weird stuff. This one was scary. Uh, bioweapon smoking gun. Ukrainian firm asks Turkish drone maker for solution to disperse aerosol contents over wide areas. A Ukrainian company appears to have inquired whether a Turkish-made drone can be modified or manufactured to disperse an aerosol over a wide area and what could be a deadly new twist in the war against Russia. Um, so... Sounds like they're not ready, though. They are not ready yet. So, according to the Turkish drone company, so the Ukraine wanted to know if these things could, um, if they're capable of flying to distances of 300 kilometers. And they came back and said, no, they're not capable of doing that yet. And um, they, want, they wanted to know if they're equipped with a system or mechanism for spraying aerosols with a capacity of more than 20 liters and again, they said no, that it's not capable of doing that. It shows um, you where their heads are at, though. What a creepy prospect. Yes, this definitely goes to show what they're wanting to do. And a lot of this could be, you know, bio bioweapons, I think. is Could be. And yeah. I think on some, on some levels, maybe they're already, you know, doing some of this on a smaller scale. It's hard to say. Hmm. Yeah, well, we know... That's speculation on my part. Well, we know aerosols are used in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. uh, Francis Macron urges the U.S. and China to pay for their fair share on climate. Of course they do. They just need to yeah. stop with the climate nonsense, scam, money laundering scheme. Russia, I love how it's always the U.S. has to pay more. Always. Russia says thousands removed from Kyrgyzstan daily. Things are really escalating over there. And apparently, let's look at this real quick, briefly. This one's a short one. Moscow was pushing ahead Friday with a civilian pullout from Russia-occupied Kyrgyzstan region amid a mounting Ukrainian counteroffensive, while President Vladimir Putin's, with Putin saying residents must be removed from danger zones. The Russian military said more than 5,000 civilians were being led across the Dnipro River every day, showing footage of soldiers directing lines of cars onto flotillas crossing over the river river's eastern bank. Moscow's forces began urging civilians to leave Kyrgyzstan in mid-October, vowing to turn the region's main city into the same name into a fortress, ahead of anticipation of the Ukrainian offensive. Yeah, so basically get out of the area, they're saying, because it's about to get hot. So, well, and Russia's kind of been doing this in some of the other areas where things are picking up and stuff that are, you know, areas that have been now annexed in as part of Russia mm -hmm. um, from the elections that they have. And so... You know, this is Putin's way of protecting what he considers his people. Yeah, wild. So I think we're going to see some escalations in Ukraine probably as soon as now, this week. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're not stopping anytime soon. No. What else with Russia? If you want to, you can go ahead and take this one. I don't know. They said, Russia said that it would spread, uh, rep it would present the evidence that UK special forces were behind the attacks in Crimea. 
The Russian government says it's planning to present evidence that special special forces from the UK were responsible for the task on attacks on Moscow's forces and naval assets in Crimea, which led to them pulling out of the Green Deal, getting back in, and then threatening to pull out again. Uh, the Kremlin is planning to summon British ambassador in the near future in order to present evidence that also threatens to collapse a Ukrainian grain export deal that was brokered by the United Nations. Yeah, so, well, we'll see what happens. Yep. And real quick, we're just going to end with a little bit of health stuff. Yep. We have a record surge of infections in children. I think this is something that we kind of all anticipated happening after the shots. But um, mm-hmm. basically, there's a, it's a story at a glance. Hospitals around the U.S. are suddenly struggling to keep up with surging rates of respiratory infections among children, such as respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, mm-hmm. COVID, rhinoviruses, and influenza. Moderna is, of course, working on an mRNA jab for RSV, which is scheduled for release in 2023. They're also working on a combination mRNA jab for COVID, RSV, and the flu. Censored scientists and doctors have long warned that the mRNA COVID jabs are destroying people's immune systems and that we're going to see an avalanche of infections as immune systems failures sets in. The COVID jab causes innate immune suppression, which makes you more susceptible to all kinds of infections and chronic diseases. Suppression of Type 1 interferon signaling appears to be one of the primary mechanisms by which the shot destroys immune competence. And repeated booster shots can reliably be anticipated to amplify adverse reactions or effects. Excuse me. The more shots you get, the more likely you are to die from COVID. While only 34% of Canadians received three or four doses of the COVID jab, triple and quadruple jabbed made up 81% of all COVID deaths in June 2022. Excess mortality among young children, teens, and young adults is also skyrocketing. So what people are seeing is a result of this jab. You know, people that are giving their children these jabs are their immune systems been compromised and now they're getting more of these infections. And I think you're going to see that you're going to start seeing people get a lot more colds and infections and different things like this that are going to affect their health. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's only going to get worse yeah, until we, eventually people are dying from colds. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is, isn't it? When your immune system's down, you die from a cold. Well, and this just, yeah, exactly. And all of these, all of the um, vaccines that are being developed are mRNA. Terrible. Um, so you're going to find that everything is mrna even your most so chicken pox is going to be mrna your smallpox vaccines are going to be mrna it's not going to be long before we see this and we're seeing them already develop these vaccines like your flu vaccine yeah it's always been a live virus vaccine in the past not going to be that way anymore you know it's going to be a combination so it's going to be like they have the mmr measles mumps and rubella vaccine you're going to see COVID, flu, RSV, you know, whatever. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Most people, I think, are starting to get away from big pharma. And one cool thing that came out of Elon Musk's Twitter stuff is that um, what company it was, Pfizer, isn't do, isn't advertising yes. on the website anymore, which I thought was cool. Good for them. Yeah. I wish they'd stop advertising on TV, too. Yeah, all of them should. Uh, I saw, I guess, uh, I know nobody cares about the whale, Amy Schumer, but her three-year-old son got 
RSCV or what is it? RSV. RSV. And of course, she's a big proponent of the jab, and people are speculating that she jabbed her her young one, and that that's why that this happened to them. Uh, they were so bad they went to the hospital, and I guess they're okay, which is good. Um, but scary. So this is going around. I know people personally that have been dealing with it, or in their communities as well. And this is bad, man, because we already have shortages of supplies and mm -hmm. workers and strain on the hospitals right and all this stuff and we're riding a uh, slippery slope if things get worse and worse and worse and you know it's not uh exciting when you look at the big picture and start noticing all of this no. but i guess scary. yeah i guess we'll end it there how did we do exactly one hour that's pretty amazing i think that's the first <laughs> and we did have a lot of stuff but keeping your immune system is going to be um going to be vital and honestly the best way you can do that is through eating real foods. Mm -hmm. If you can't, if you don't have access to certain things, you know, um, make sure you're at least taking vitamins. But obviously, anytime you can get your vitamins and your minerals from food, are it's going to be the best. So, eat your veggies. Yeah, the food scares me, man. Such so much garbage out there. It's hard to eat. It is. It is indeed. But, you know, for those that are people that are growing their own. Yeah. Then um, there's a lot of different things you can grow in the winter and stuff. We're, you know, looking at doing that and stuff. And it does take some room. But yeah. um, it can be done. It's good times. Well, yeah. Andrea, thanks for going through it with me once again. We of got course. a big day ahead of us. So let's get to it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Jenica, thank you for gifting a one-month subscription to Derived yeah. over there on DLive. That's very kind of you, and we appreciate your support. Uh, thank you, everybody else, for tuning in and sharing and liking all the content. We appreciate you all very much. Make sure you remember to vote and uh, do your service to your country, and we'll see how it all unfolds. Wow, I can't wait. Uh, I think I think on election day we might do a live stream with Joshua Reed and go late into the night and observe what the heck's going on or whatever yeah. it takes. We'll cover it as it's developing, I guess, as the plan. We'll I see. think there's going to be a lot of um, – most I think of what we're going to see is election-related stuff. So um, maybe we should talk about whether we want to do morning coffee tomorrow or – because I think a lot of it's just going to be elections. But that was a lot of what was in the news today was election-related stuff. So, all right, we'll see. Yeah. But um, and I know I've got busy things going on tomorrow too. So. Okay, so we may not have morning coffee tomorrow, everybody. Yeah. We'll definitely send out a notification on social red pill www.socialredpill.com. Either way, and uh, tune in tonight, five thirty p.m. Pacific, for the Daily Dose with Joshua Reed. And we'll see you then. Everybody take care. Have a great day. Godspeed. Oops.